Welcome to Mystic and the Skeptic. In this week's show, we're doing a comedy and tragedy. Um, my good friend Roy Rodriguez is joining us. We're going to be talking about all kinds of crazy stuff. It's been a crazy last six months uh, after the election of the current president, and there's all kinds of developments. Um, this show is going to uh, be a bonus show for our podcast um, audience. But um, we were debating on how to um, introduce Roy because... Yeah, I wanted to talk about that. Last time I was on, you introduced me as an amateur comedian. And I, like you say, you said earlier, you prompted me to do stand-up. And I never got around to it, man. It's been a year. And I've just been procrastinating. And I've been funny to myself and my friends and Facebook. But I haven't gone on stage yet. And that's my fault. So... To all, to all five of you listening, I apologize. <laughs> well, your your new title is um, Expert Procrastinator. He just came from working out, and I'm like, e everybody works out. Like, how is that special? Were you, uh, are, are you an enthusiast for, for sports in general or people working out? Is that what you're trying to say? I'm an enthusiast for when I go. I'm proud of myself because uh, most of the time I, I never go. And... You go once a month and you feel bad for paying all that membership? I, You know what, man? I go to the cheapest one and I still don't go. <laughs> I, I, mean, I went back. You know, I tried. I was going. And then I like said, you know, I'm getting bored. I'm going to go running. So I went to Memorial Park. It's three miles. And I went and I messed up my knee real bad. And I was so discouraged. <laughs> no, I was <laughs> like, let's go at it. Rocky don't warm up, you know. So he just goes at it. Yeah, but you ain't no Rocky, brother. C can we call you the the non-famous version of Fluffy? No, man. No, you cannot. That guy, I, he's funny, but he's not me. He's very happy. I'm not that happy. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm not depressed. I'm just not. I think I'm more cynical, I guess, but I'm not. Okay, well, let's be cynical about world affairs. Okay, I think I can't. Uh, this show is always very serious, so I always look forward when you come on it because um, it's just getting out of hand, man. I just saw a video of some dude. He went up to an elderly person who was walking on the street, and he grabbed his cane and started hitting him with it. So, is it just me, or is, like, the end of the world is at hand? I think it's always been like this, but, you know, the guy didn't even rob him. I think I saw some of it. I didn't watch all that video. It was short, but the guy grabs it, and he doesn't rob him, does he? No, and then somebody intervened, but, like, is it getting that bad that um, that we can't even respect our elders? We have the oldest president ever elected. People were saying that Bernie was too old. Oh, um, Trump is is not too far away. Uh, Bernie was seventy four. Uh, this guy is seventy. That's not a that's not a big difference at all. I mean, we would have been better off. Obviously, I think would have. I don't know. We would have been better off, but I, I don't think never has a president like hit. And affected us so close to home with his policies, like with that deportation, you know. So you got nothing to worry about, man. You were born here. You're fifth generation Texan. 
why are you worried about Hey, but let me ask you, is it because of his age that people don't take him seriously anymore? Because for some reason, the older people get, the more racist and the more uh, outspoken. I don't think they get, I don't think they get more racist. They just come from that time where that's what it was, man. And they, their ideals don't change, you know. You can't teach an old dog new tricks, you know. And I just, not, he's not progressive. He cares, you know. He's not. He cares about his people. Which not not just white people, rich rich people, you know. And if you can do something for him, otherwise he got nothing for it. He got nothing for you, and uh, you know he has he doesn't care. That's why you know look at the health care. I'm afraid of losing my health insurance. You know, like the night he elected, I almost died. I don't know to tell you this. The night of the election, uh, I had a. Uh, I had been taking these pills, and uh, my heart went off. It, like, took off on me, and I had to go. I'd never been in a hospital before, but my heart rate was, like, 180, and then it would fluctuate to 200 and then drop down to 160, and I was in something called atrial fibrillation. So um, I spent three days in intensive care, and, and uh, I didn't have insurance. And so I guess now... the. the that making me that happening made me get insurance you know and now that i got it and i have a very good rate on it because of my income now i'm hearing like the reason i get so cheap is because of tax credits and now he's it's affecting me because now he's talking about next year he wants to take the tax credits away and that's going to raise my premium from uh i pay like 21 dollars now and it's going to jump up to like 400 or close to because he's taking tax credits away from people who can't afford it, so. So he doesn't have to build a wall. He just has to take away your insurance. Yes, and we all just die off from our high blood pressure, because that's what fucking. Do you think that there's like like a form of classism, like only rich, beautiful people uh, should be around, and everybody else they're trying to get rid of? And without rich people. There's nothing going on. When I worked at the museum, everybody was liberal and, you know, uh, middle class. But the rich people were the ones buying the art. The rich people were the ones signing off our checks. So when you start hating on rich people, then who's going to create jobs? Well, I don't think it's... Uh, it isn't a matter of rich people. It's 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 bad when ignorant people with money. That's what it is. Ignorant people with money. And I think Trump's very ignorant. And he's, uh, he had money and he bought himself into the presidency, you know? And I think that's the problem. It isn't a matter of having money. I could have money, but I don't think I'd be an ignorant person. Or maybe I would, but when you put ignorant people in power, you get these problems, you know? They're, they're going to look out for themselves and no one else. And that's the problem. It isn't a matter of hating on rich people. You know, there's rich, nice people out there. Uh, I can't think of any offhand. But I'm sure they're out there, you know. No, but 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 that I wonder if that's like the the mythical character that everybody thinks might exist, but it doesn't. Well, that's that's the problem with people. They're looking for. I think I said this in the last time. People when they go vote for president, they're looking for a savior, a messiah, hey. to solve all their problems, and that's just not going to happen, you know. And it's 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 up people to change your own position. You know what I mean? Like if you're that upset about healthcare, 
and I understand you would be, but you got to go to your own extent to, you know, fix your own problems. So if I had no insurance right now, or say that my insurance goes up to a ridiculous amount, you know, because my job I have an EMT uh, doesn't service the that services people, but doesn't you know uh, offer insurance while I work. You know, I would have to take a job so I could have insurance. You know, like go to work at Starbucks or something to fix my situation. You know, you can't depend on politicians. Uh, to get you out of all your jams because it's just not going to happen, you know? It'd be foolish to be, of anybody to. But uh, we should have good health care, though. That's, that's affordable. It was fine the way Obama left it. But uh, I don't think it's going to stay like that. You're going to slide it in, I saw. Let's talk, let's talk about um, all the... Um... Intrigue and and possible um, misconduct that is going on. Like, ha, has have you know we're young or, or relatively young. Um, other than the Monica Lewinsky scandal, there hasn't been as much craziness uh, around the White House in our lifetime. No, I'm glad I get to witness this. You know, I was really I, I just for the sake of like shaking things up. And just for the, uh, you know, just to see people in panic, I was hoping, I didn't vote, because I, I care for neither party. I'm apolitical, you know. Uh, but I have, like, uh, you know, some views I agree with on one side, some I agree with another, but I don't I don't buy into all of it on either side, you know. So I, I don't feel right voting. <clears throat> anyway, uh <laughs> Uh, what was they saying? Yeah, but I wanted to see Trump get elected just to see everybody like freak out and panic, and it happened, and it was the funniest. You can't cuss on here, right? No, it was just the funniest thing I had seen. Did you just call him drunk instead of Trump? Trump or drunk, whatever. I didn't mean to say it. Yeah, I just want to know how is it that the drunk uncle got elected as president? He's <laughs> drunk uncle. I don't know, man. Just uh, a lack of people voting, I guess. Or you know what? But it's it's kind of. I didn't want Hillary to be president either because we could be in the same situation. But what pisses me off is like Comey. Comey took the stand today, and uh, if my boss fires me or retaliates again, that was his time right there to like really take it to Trump, you know. And to me, he really didn't do it, man. He kind of just uh, he was too nice today. I don't. Is that it? Is he done testifying, or is he gonna have a part two? Well, they have the part two on their door, closed doors, because you know, since he's he was FBI, he has to be careful what he says and not to reveal any uh, important information. But but he called him a liar in front of everybody. He said you can't trust that guy. He's gonna say stuff that never happened. So he he was very measured, but there was enough there to to pretty much. So do you? Do you think we'll see an impeachment in our lifetime of him? Do you think he's going to be impeached? Or do you think... The problem is is that we live under a very legalistic um, rule of law, and they're going to get very nitpicky. It's kind of like the OJ trial. They're going to say, well, he um, leaked information to to uh, the press, 
So now he lost his credibility. So his credibility, yeah, yeah, because they're saying he's the source of all the leaks, right? Right, so they're going to attack him on that front, and it's kind of like with the OJ thing. They, they attacked that one of the police officers was racist, and then the whole thing was thrown out because of that one guy. I could see it happen because it's, it's just like uh, tomorrow he's supposed to have a press conference. If Trump's going to cry and why and put his finger, you know? I'm still angry about the, the Paris Accord. Like, I'm not even an environmentalist. And I thought that that was a low blow against humanity. And who is he to speak for the people? That's not what we wanted. But, you know, people love Ronald Reagan, and he had a problem with the Clean Clean Water Act. You know what I say? And he wants to keep producing, like, refinery-wise, right? He wants to create, like, uh, with the oil. and You know what I say to that? If you can't beat them, you join them. And that's the big reason why I'm uh, my prof- choosing the profession I'm seeking so I can work in a refinery and Make that kind of money off the environment <laughs> while we wait for Mother Nature. Well, let's talk about that. You know, being cynical about what's going on in the world. What What did Obama gain from being nice? He He tried to work with the Republicans. They kept on blocking him. He tried to um, work on green jobs. Same thing. They, they 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 try to dispute the science behind it. He tried to provide rights for for minority groups, and now they're trying to knock that out. Well, they're black, but you have to look. These are all rich white people and Ted Cruz. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's just they're going to take care of themselves. And, you know, the idea of a Republican man is rich white people and they don't like blacks. And that's all it was. They're not going to let a, in their mindset. They're not going to let tell them what to do. You know, they're probably mad he was in office and they're going to make it hard on him. But he's still... You know, to his credit, he still got a lot of stuff done. You know, I credit him for why I have insurance now. I could afford to have it. So, so where, where is the movement to to keep these things going? Like, you know, there there's been advances, and I I can say that, you know, people say that people like like you who didn't vote are the reason why Trump got elected because there wasn't enough support for the Democratic candidate. Well, because I don't, I didn't support her. I I honestly. I know, but in a sense, she was a third um, term, Obama. term for Obama because she was a part of his his uh, leadership team, and she had similar policies. So now we have this other guy running uh, the country and the world, and all that stuff gets wiped out because people were apathetic about the election process. And then it's all, it doesn't matter anyways because, it's like, you know, the alleged Russian hacks. So it's like even if we all did show out, say we all did show out for the Democratic candidate, who's to say she still would have won? Because if there's hacking, and they would have blocked her, like they were already ready to impeach her before she even got started. So, so the so the question is this: Where is the movement to not allow for all these advances to be taken away? Like I don't like you know, there's protesters here and there, and there's like. Town halls. People that talk a lot of smack and they say that, that, you know, they got it going. But there's no real opposition, man. Like, it seems like everybody's scared or... You don't think the the Democratic representatives in the Senate, uh, you you don't think they're helping by blocking, like, his his budget? 
I'm, they, even the Republicans are, bu- are blocking him because that's what I told the the follower of Trump. I said he was picking fights with everybody before he got in office, and now he's mad that they're not letting him accomplish his goals. It's like you can't govern without working with with the people under you, uh, especially because there's there's different powers. So so they're not actually under him. Like they they're those. The House and the Senate and the Congress, they're in the same level as him. So there's Democrats who are standing up against him. Uh, there are Republicans who are um, not happy that he got elected and they're blocking him. Where is the, the young people, man? The young people, um, you know, they were supporting Bernie. They were supporting Obama. W- where's the mobilization? Where's the, you know, um, the, those guys from um, Occupy like, have they been shut down? Is there FBI? They still protest in front of Trump Tower, don't they? I think that people have, like, protest um, fatigue. Like, it's not really doing anything. And that's why, but that's my issue with, with the people who didn't vote. Like, by, by not using um, what people died for, you are taking away one of the mechanisms to bring about change. Well, let me say this. Like, if I, I this is the fence. Like, I don't, like, either candidate so if i did vote uh i would probably throw my vote away and voted for the libertarian party and then what you know i mean i'm still participating you know you know you know trump has a big libertarian uh, support base and bannon is part of the libertarian movement so you voting for them you're actually supporting trump i didn't know that i really didn't know that i feel stupid now because i thought that guy uh what was his name the one that was Talking about smoking weed and all that. Uh, I forget his name. I think it was Gary. <laughs> That's a Gary Johnson. The reason that that I call um, Trump a libertarian um, candidate or, or leader is because he has an isolationist streak. Like Bannon has been pushing for him to get out of NATO, get out of um, you know supporting um, efforts in the Middle East, other than supposedly fighting ISIS. I still haven't heard. No, it's all talk. It's showmanship. He's like, he's like a, sh- a shady car dealer, you know, car salesman. That's what he is. So, but we're still stuck with him, and you know, people say, "Oh, if you if you criticize him, you you hate America or, or you want him to fail." They didn't have a problem criticizing Obama. Yeah. <laughs> It doesn't. His ideals don't agree with me or a lot of people. It's just a terrible time politically. But did, did you see our boy uh, Marco Rubio uh, questioning Comey? Yeah, I saw him. He was really good. I, like it's hard to take him seriously after all the jokes that Trump made about him. He's, like he's a little kid and stuff. Yeah, he wants to take shots at him because he's Latino. I think, you know. Let me ask you this and, and make a joke about it because do you think that uh, by us even discussing this stuff, we're giving him more um, attention? Like, I was depressed and infuriated uh, the first month after he got elected because it was nonstop Trump. Like, everything, like every single move, everywhere he went, like, it was unbelievable, like, the amount of coverage around this one figure. And I'm like, you know what? I don't want to even talk about politics anymore. I want to talk about something else. So we did it. It gets old. So we did a show where where we kind of process what happened. 
And then after that, I started doing shows about other things. So uh, what other subjects can we make fun of or or be light about? Because it is tragic that uh, it's all about him and, and his policies and this and that. Like, what else is, is going on in the world? Well, there's Manchester. There's uh, millions of people dying in Syria. There's millions of people dying uh, crossing the Mediterranean trying to get refuge in Europe from uh, genocide and other things going on in the world. There's, um, you know, the gangs are taking over El Salvador and, and South America. Uh, there's... Uh, no, America's not going to care about that. You know why? Because, um, I mean, it ain't going to care unless it happens here in the U.S. It's not going to make any big news. So you're saying that things are so bad in, in certain parts of the world that if bad things happen, nobody cares. But if here, because things are peaceful, something happens... I don't think it's because it's peaceful. It's just because it's America, you know? And that's why. We hold ourselves so high and look down on everybody. This is the society we are, the kind of country we are. Um, just saying what we are. You know, I'm not knocking our country, but there's some, you know, people who sympathize and, like myself, you know, I feel bad for all that going on. But what can we really do? What can we do as people, as I say, like you said, the gangs in El Salvador are taking over. What can we do? You know, can we ask our military to interfere? They won't do it. They won't interfere with people. You know, less than a hundred miles away, gangs are taking over with cartels in Mexico. The, our military is not going to deal with it. What do we want to do? We want to build a wall to keep it out. That's why our government is. And hey, work for Matt Damon. Yeah. Did you ever watch that movie? No, I didn't see it. Which one? My brother saw the Great Wall with Matt Damon comes and saves the Chinese people from dragons. And he said it was terrible. It was financed with Chinese, um, you know, producers, and and it was directed by a Chinese director. And the white, the white guy is the hero of the story. They should they should have been pissed about that. And I'm glad. I hope they didn't go see it. That same with Scarlett Johansson. They can be mad all they want, but. Who else can 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 make people want to watch the movie? It's like there are wonderful uh, Japanese actresses, but they're not that well known. And in the story, they actually justify why she looked uh, American or whatever because she was a robot. She was different from the original person that that you know died and took the body or whatever. So come on, man! People are gonna always have issues with everything. We're like that. That's why Trump got elected because. We're in the U.S. If they don't put American actors in movies, it after a while it becomes a problem. Like I don't know if you noticed, but there was a point where all the superheroes were being played by British actors, and then it comes to the point it's like, so so you're not giving jobs to people here. Like there's no uh, American Batman, American Superman, American Spider-Man. They all have to be British. Like is there something better from being British? So then it becomes kind of like a self-hating. In, in Mexico, um, they would do movies of the Bible, and Jesus and the disciples always had a, a Spaniard accent be because the Spanish are more sophisticated. So then now we have British actors playing our heroes uh, when they're all American heroes. Like, it doesn't make any sense. I'm trying to think, like, who who recently played, like, a British played American? Well, Tom Holland, the new Spider-Man, he's British. Batman's from Wales, uh, Christian Bale, yeah. 
you know, are they, um, they're also trying to reach the, the, um, whatever the, the European market. So, so on Fox News, they're complaining about Gal Gadot playing, um, Wonder Woman, that she's not wearing red, white, and blue. She's wearing red, gold, and blue on her, uh, uniform. And I'm like, and she's also wearing a skirt because Wonder Woman originally was fighting crime in her underwear. So times have changed, man. They need to get with it. Like you can't have, um, it doesn't make sense to have a, an Amazon dressed up like Lady Liberty. Like that, that's just ridiculous. And that should, that should be its own superhero, Lady Liberty. You should really call it <laughs> Lady Liberty fighting her 20s. Do you feel that, um, People feel justified with the racism that there's been a lot of cases of people, you know, there was a guy that he was talking to his mom and in, in, in Florida on the phone and some, some guy in a wheelchair came up to him. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think they got a like free pass to say what they want. I interviewed an expert on the Holocaust and she said, um, you know, they come in guns placing, like they started a little bit at a time. And the first thing they started doing is, is talking trash. So if you get enough people to believe the trash, and that's really the issue is like, it's not, you know, when they say, you know, Mexicans are rapists and murderers and drug dealers. Um, if people take that to heart, then they see a Hispanic with a white girl or they see a group of Hispanics they're going to be terrorized. Like they're going to feel justified for attacking them. Kind of like the um, Trevon Martin uh, situation where just because there was a black kid in the neighborhood, he assumed that he was committing a crime. So he had all these predispositions or, or ideas against black people. Uh, so that's the fear. And, you know, most rational people, they say, oh, well, I don't like them around, or I'm going to call the cops, whatever. But it takes one nut to go confront people, and and then you have uh, a war or a conflict. So uh, luckily, you know, he was speaking to, to people who are, already feel like that. Like, I don't think there's people that wake up in the morning and say, you know what? They're right. These people have, have believed that all their lives. But, but to have them feel justified kind of like what we're talking about people being attacked or being insulted because now they have a guy who agrees with them in power that's what's scary because the u.s is too much of a of a multicultural country to have one racial group take over and that's that's really what happened like the the majority race or ethnic group feels threatened and they elected someone who's going to protect their views and their ways of doing things that they want to take over. Tell me a joke. It hasn't been as funny as I wanted it to be. Oh, no, it's been serious. It's not funny at all. What happened? This is not going to be a good pocket. You leave this part in. It's not going to be a good... It's not funny, at least. It's insightful. It's supposed to make me laugh and forget about the troubles of America. Oh, man, I'm sorry. I told you I didn't write nothing. I was just... Ugh, I'm there. I, I at least wanted to come and do it. And if I'm not funny, okay. But, um. Uh, Whoever said you were funny to begin with? You. You put me on. <laughs> I thought I was. 
Uh, I got no, I got no material to write or say. I haven't written nothing down. All these political comedians are not funny to me. I don't like Trevor Noah. Uh, I don't care for Stephen Colbert. You know, today we're not being funny. Today we're being serious and, and ironic because there's too many issues going on in, in the world. I need to prepare better. I'm, I'm very unprepared, just off my head, you know? Hey, it's good, man. It's, it's been a good exercise. I guess this is the, the Hispanic hour where where you hear the true voice of the, the Mexican community as compared to uh, the stereotypes. 